Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Midwest Shitfest. Austin here. Uh, today's episode, uh, McLean yammers on about Age of Ultron, while Ethan rambles about fake doctors, real friends, and I chat about the empowered comic book. Please, listen. Welcome back. We've got another session of Consumed This Week. And I say welcome back to everyone that listened to nothing before. Um, my name is Ethan Davis. Uh, I'm joined by Austin Allen Hamblin, comic book writer, and McLean Jenkinson, who's a friend. Uh, <laughs> a fr- who also a, does things. He, he's a friend from work. McLean. He's a friend from work. <laughs> who exists? Oh, who yeah, you know I exist. <laughs> That to was be actually fair, honestly. So if you don't know who McLean is, it's probably rather embarrassing. I just wouldn't even I mean, ask. Yeah. Just like everyone knows McLean, so just don't even. Like, I, ju- I mean, I, I was just on yourself. Howard Stern. Go find that episode. You'll find it. He was on just Larry King. And Larry King died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, funny. I guess um, we probably shouldn't be giving spoilers away since you're now taking over for Larry King, huh? We don't want to talk too much about your new show coming up. <laughs> McLean Live. McLean Live. Uh, and for those of you that bought that, that McLean is now taking over for Larry King, those are the listeners we want. We want gullible <laughs> listeners. So stick around. There will be a lot more going on for you. Um, welcome. Consume This Week is a section that we talk about. All three of us just kind of get together and we talk about, obviously, items that we consume this week. Uh, not necessarily items, but more specifically content. Uh, Hamblin really loves to talk about comics. I enjoy movies, TV shows. McLean does a lot of that. We also pull up podcasts. Board games frequently get talked about. Um, I know last time there were a lot of TV shows and movies. Video uh, games. But we really try to diversify with a lot of things. So if you have anything that you would like us to talk about or um, consume that you would enjoy hearing our take on, feel free to let us know. That would be exciting. I'd be more than happy oh. to watch something for someone. I got. Uh, I, got I just got one. Your mom texted and said, why don't you call? Why don't I call? Okay. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> to be fair, she never calls me. That's all right. And we have a family Zoom meeting every fucking week, so you just <laughs> fucking back off, okay? Sheesh. Huh, sounds like we got our first caller. It's Ethan's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm calling to talk to Austin. He's so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my hey, God, Ethan. sweetie. He's so cute. He's such a uh. hunk. He's such a hunk. Okay, all right. For those of you that don't know, it's funny because my mom is blind, uh, which is why she would think that. Is Austin's... your mom actually fucking blind? Absolutely not. Well, I was. No. I've never met your mom, so I was like, shit. I'm about to feel bad. I know. That's what. Ah, uh, man, making him feel bad. You're gonna um, feel like shit if she goes blind tonight. Then you're gonna feel like an asshole. Yeah, I'll. I'm willing to roll those <laughs> odds. I suppose. May the odds ever be in your favor. Yeah, if she goes blind, I continue feeling like an asshole, like I do normally. I don't, I, I, I don't know what you. There's want no to good do. spin to that shit. Anyway, um, let's get into it. Hamblin, go ahead. Uh, I want to hear what you um, thought about King of Staten Island. I've been wanting to watch that one, so I'm eager to hear feedback. So it's funny. This is actually technically the second time I watched it. I, I watched. I, I red boxed it when it came out. I very rarely red box things, um, but. Uh, I get free codes from U.S. Cellular sometimes, which I don't know if you guys get that. They randomly will text me a code. They'll be like, have a code on us. And I'm like, I, all right. But anyways, 
Uh, we don't have U.S. cellular. We have a real cell phone provider. Yeah, yeah. Mine's imaginary mostly. Um, <laughs> I, I have Ryan know. Reynolds service. Do you, oh, oh, oh that, do you really? I have Mint. Yeah, it's fantastic. Rit-nosh? You're the first oh, person man. I've met who has that. It's so good. Like Stop. you're ins- you're insane not to have it. Insane. Not sponsored by men. You you would be the one person that would have been like, "Ooh, Ryle Reynolds is involved. I'm buying it." And you didn't even like figure out what it was until after you had already paid like, the money. <laughs> I got a fucking Deadpool phone, bro. <laughs> That's bro? I couldn't. Uh, but anyways, the first time I watched it, um, my friend thought his dog was gonna die, and so we tried to cheer him up, and so like I didn't really get to appreciate the movie the first time because he just kept talking mm. about how his dog might die like an asshole. No, sorry, just kidding. Just kidding. Selfish <laughs> piece of shit. Spoiler: the dog is fine. Uh, oh, thank God, that's but, good. But I saw it pop up on HBO, so I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll turn this on on a Saturday evening when I'm doing nothing else, uh, mm-hmm. pandemic or not. Saturday evening, doing nothing. Uh, classic, classic me. Uh, so I love Judd Apatow. Uh, I mm. always have I fucking one time somebody uh, compared something that I wrote uh, to him in an insult, but I don't think they understood that that was a compliment to me. <laughs> so they're like, oh, this reads like a Judd Apatow romper. And they was like, we're saying it in a condescending way. And I'm like, really? That's fantastic. <laughs> um, I love his stuff, right? Uh, funny people, fucking great movie, which we should talk about sometime. Uh, wait, is that? Yeah, that's one of his. And then obviously, this is 40, knocked up those great films. And then Pete Davidson, love Pete Davidson. Um, mm. I think for a lot of people know him from SNL, but his stand up is, is really good. And, and I think that he's actually going to be a big movie star. Uh, he was in a movie on Hulu called Big Time Adolescence that he was really good in. Um, it didn't get much uh, buzz at all, but that was good. And then this, he's going to be in Suicide Squad. Um, hmm. uh, coming oh, up. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I can't remember who, what his character is, uh, but hmm. anyway, so the, the the premise of this movie is it's like loosely based on his life because his dad was a firefighter in 9-11 uh, that passed, oh. that passed away. They didn't do the 9-11 spin. They just did that his dad was a firefighter that had passed away. Um, Smart. Yeah. It hasn't been 20 years yet. Can't make jokes. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I think they were just better off not to, because then people would be like, That's how right. dare you? Yeah. How dare you oh, talk yeah. about something that really happened? Like, yeah. So, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, how dare you put history in a comedy? Yeah. The nerve. Yeah, the fucking nerve of these. Meanwhile, Jojo Rabbit exists. So there, but that's, that's whatever. <laughs> uh, so the other, the other really cool part of, that I liked about this movie is that it's, uh, he talks about, since it's loosely based off him, there was something he used to do when he was really depressed where he would drive. He would just close his eyes because he like he wanted to die, like pretty much, right? And they put that in the movie because the 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 movie is basically about this this twenty year old or I think he's like twenty two who has no direction in life at all, uh, and that's really it's like it's I don't want to say it's a coming of age tale, but it is. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. really just about like a Bill Burr is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love and, Bill Burr. It's funny because he just plays an angry fireman. So he, the only acting he did was being a fireman uh, <laughs> and playing himself, basically. Yeah, he's playing yeah. himself as a fireman. That's literally, but but that's why he was like perfect cast. Um, oh yeah, is that? Oh, yeah. But yeah, the movie. It, it's uh, Kayla watched it with me. Now my wife uh, has the attention span of a squirrel, and mm. she watched the whole thing and liked it. Uh, so that mm. that actually really says something about it. Um, uh, 
she's not into so much sci-fi or like supernatural or like you know things that couldn't happen and this is a movie that technically could happen um the humor type in it is a really weird type of humor that i really like like they make jokes about his dead dad uh you know at the beginning of the movie and and different things like that and it's super funny uh steve buscemi is in it oh he's in a firefighter Um, right yeah he's like the captain of uh the firefighter thing that that's uh Bill Burr's on, but yeah, like he, how, what, how they meet, how, like, like the story is his mom starts dating again after all these years and him, him dealing with that because, oh, she's dating another firefighter is they're hanging out in the woods like you do in Staten Island and they find that there's like an eight year old kid or seven and that he gives him a tattoo here. He starts to give him a tattoo. He's just like, yeah, he gave me his consent or whatever. And he gets one line on it and then the kid runs away. Cause you know, fucking tattoos hurt. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's dad shows up at their house, and then that's how the mom and the dad meet. And uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 good. Like I don't know, like because I really don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's uh, it's fun and it's funny because like I think a lot of people wouldn't like this movie. Uh, hmm. uh, if you like Judd Apatow stuff, it's great. Uh, I think it's bec- I like the main character. Like I think why a lot of people wouldn't like it is because the main character for most of the movie is very unlikable. Mm. and it's redeeming at the end right i think he's funny but also i'm like if this guy existed i would stay away from him because he's kind of a piece of shit right he's kind of a loser low life but so that's why i think a lot of people might not like it but i really i really enjoyed it um yeah i find myself watching more things like that or seeing things go that direction of a main character rather than like hey it's the good person you're rooting for make them shitty and people still want to root for them and still like if to you get do better. it and set it up right, yeah. people will still invest in them and they want them to do the right thing. And people like I, I think movies like that can be dangerous because if you're gonna be realistic with it and people get invested in and then they don't do anything, people don't fucking like the movie. People are like, oh. No, I got invested for nothing. So you kinda like lock yourself into having that payoff there unless you really know what you're doing. Right. Um but that's good to know. Uh so you would recommend uh, King of Staten Island. I, I, Are there any specific? You said Judd Apatow fans. Okay. Yeah, Judd yeah, Apatow fans. That. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, it's funny because kind of all of his films are like that. If you think about it, like Knocked Up, like the main character is pretty. I mean, Seth Rogen's character is kind of shitty, right? Yeah. And then he gets his shit together throughout the movie. This is 40. Paul Rudd's character, same way. His mm-hmm. life is in shambles, and he's mm-hmm. and and even in that movie, he doesn't really come back together at the end. He just gets a glimmer of hope. That's kind of, mm-hmm. uh, and funny people, which it's the same way Adam Sandler's character is a not good guy. And, uh, like he's a famous person, but like, hmm. um, yeah. And, and like, it's weird to now retrospect that a lot of his films are set up that way, but, and, and I like them a lot. I don't know. There's something about refreshing about, Oh, we should like the, like, you know, like, okay. Luke Skywalker, blonde hair, blue eyes, a good far, good old farm boy, you know, whatever. We, we need to root for him. Instead, it's a tattooed up 22-year-old delinquent, <laughs> you know, who makes dead dad jokes. But huh. you make him the hero. Yeah. Hmm. Bold choice. Let's see how it plays out, Cotton. Yeah. So Pete Davidson uh, is playing Blackguard in the Suicide Squad. I don't know who that is, and I read comics, so... It's, yeah, it's, he is apparently the supervillain in the DC Comics universe and an enemy of Booster Gold. Ah, Booster Gold, BG, baby. Interesting. 
Well, that's exciting. Uh, where can I watch King of Staten Island? That was the question. Where did you watch it's it? On, it's on HBO. Uh, what the hell do they call that? HBO Max. What is it called now? HBO Max. Because it used to be HBO Go or HBO Now, but it's HBO Max now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Wait. Speaking of HBO Max, uh, McLean, you wanted to talk about uh, the WB movies that are all going to be coming out on HBO. Was that HBO Max or is it a different HBO Max. that they're coming out on? <clears throat> okay. Yep. Cool. So in, a, in these pandemic times, yeah, H, uh, WB announced that they're going to release all of their new movies for 2021 um, direct to HBO Max and in theaters as well where they're being showed. It's uh, very controversial and a lot of a lot of other studios were pretty pissed at them because they didn't really tell anyone else they were going to do that. They just announced it. Um, so a lot of other studios are like, well, what the hell? Like, It's an alpha um, move. It was an alpha move on their part. Yeah. Yeah, so there are 16 films being released um, in theaters and HBO Max. There's some real good ones, ones I haven't heard of and some that look interesting. Um, I'll kind of go over, I'll kind of gloss over them. Um, so, like, there's The Little Things. I don't know much about that one. Um, John Lee Hancock is a writer-director on it. It's a crime thriller. Denzel Washington, Remy Malek, Oh, Jared I Little. did see an ad for that one. That one looked phenomenal. Yeah. It was, that, it's, uh, essentially, he's an old cop, um, from what I understand, a small town, and uh, he's not on a case anymore, does something, but is like was really tracking the serial killer. And then they bring him in because he's got such a great uh, conviction rate. And he, he comes in, he does these things, but he's a small town dude, but just like knows how to think like the right people um, and does these things and knows this guy is guilty. And then it's kind of the interaction between him, but this dude also is like a... Not him, not the main character. Sorry, it's... Um, fuck, who's the dude that plays the Joker? Uh, Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Heath is Ledger. The, no, not not Heath Ledger. Liam Jared Neeson? Leto is um is the main or another main character. He's the serial killer and it go fucking figure. Um Jack Nicholson? He he does that and um uh Mark Hamill, uh, the animated stop. voice of the Joker. <laughs> I I don't even remember where I was going. Um I can't remember. Sorry. Successfully derailed. Oh my god. Yeah. You you fucking did it, Hamill. You fucking derailed me. <laughs> Woo! That's how you get fucking removed from a goddamn call, you piece oh, of not shit. Not that shit again. Um, no. Okay. So <laughs> it's their interaction. He knows the guy did it, but the guy still gets off, and it's, it's them interacting where he's still not able to convince the guy or convict the guy, and he's finding the right information because they still need to find the bodies, and he has to pretty much go on this crazy hunt for the bodies, but knows the dude did it, but still can't pin it to the guy. And it's kind of their back and forth with crimes on that. Is Sorry, it, I didn't it, mean to talk about it. I just thought it was super interesting. Is it really? What, Hamblin, that is interesting. Is it so, really a hunt for a dead body? Because like, I thought you only hunt things that are alive. You don't hunt anything. I don't know. The only saying. thing you hunt is snacks from the pantry. I do like pantry snacks. That is the thing I do. <laughs> pant snacks man now i'm all mad at you for derailing me from that thing no i'll get over it that's fine that's fine so that one comes out january 29th so four days so time to get hbo max if you don't have it way to date this now when i don't put this out for a fucking three or four months people are gonna know that we recorded it way back and it bombed so we should record like alternate um (laughs) alternate lines for based on what happens it was so great oh yeah i agree (laughs) ethan it sucked and i loved it yeah (laughs) Uh, what else is coming out? There's a lot of movies. There's a lot of movies. We're gonna. I'm not gonna touch on them all. Um, but uh, we also got a Tom and Jerry movie. 
Ooh, um, it's live action. Isn't live it? action. Yep. Yeah. It Interesting. Is. It's weird um, looking. We have Godzilla versus King Kong, where King Kong's oh. size was increased dramatically for the movie. Yeah. He hit the gym. I think he had the same trainer as um, Hugh Jackman. He definitely made a very good time of his quarantine, huh? Yes. He, uh, King Kong did not let it did. slip. So <laughs> that should be interesting. That's March 26th. That's coming up soon as well. That should be cool. Uh, um, I wish I could have saw that one in theaters because that would have been a good one to see in theaters. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe you know. by then, maybe by then you'll be able to go to like a Cinemark or something and see it. Because hmm. um, these things are still being like launched in theaters. You can just watch it on HBO Max if you want. So I don't know how these movies are going to make money, honestly. Um, the COVID. The COVID. Here's one I'm pumped for. Mortal Kombat reboot. Oh. Um, it looks rated R. Rated R. Um, so that looks cool. Uh, fan of the original Mortal Kombat, even though it everyone, you know, it's You're terrible ratings. I, I liked it because I was a kid when I watched it. And I was like, this is so cool. So I'm going to watch it. Um new conjuring movie called the devil made me do it Are the same people still in it like the original people the, the... we have vera formiga formiga patrick patrick patrick, patrick. wilson patrick, <laughs> patrick. Uh, i don't it doesn't look like it it's the <laughs> wow. third film in the main conjuring franchise um we have uh in the heights haven't heard of that um space jam a new legacy. No what? shit. Yep. What? With LeBron That's James. That's what this whole podcast should be about. <laughs> with LeBron James. New Bugs Bunny, new everything, new story. Dennis uh, Rodman. Long awaited sequel. Teams up with Bugs Bunny. With Dennis Rodman, Rodman right? Bringing back the. the it's with LeBron. I don't know what her name is. Lola Bunny. <laughs> oh, you would. Yeah. That comes out July 16th. Hmm, okay. Excellent. New Suicide Squad movie. I think it's a reboot. Right with mm. Pete Davidson in it, we just discuss, just discussed that. Oh, speaking of the devil, um, oh. the many saints of Newark. Ooh, Dune, October first. That looks like it's going to be real good, real, real good. Huh. That, of course, is also a reboot of the original Dune, which bombed back in the day. Um, King Richard, The Matrix Four. What? December twenty second, twenty twenty one. Yeah, we needed yep. another one of those. Keanu. Keanu's in charge of it, I think, this time. Wachowski mm. is still directing, but it's... Uh, to be f- fair, he's probably milking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. This is fact. Three. I'm just like, people fucking still love me and probably milking all the Microsoft stuff of like, the no, you're breathtaking. And he's like, you know what? You know I'm going to do all the movies I did before, but again, and and then everyone's going to fucking John buy John Wick. Him. John Wick's yep. another one, too. Yeah, There's like two Huge more man. chapters of that thing coming out. Oh my god. Um He's a he's a milking machine. He's a milkman. He's a milkman. Keanu he's Mipman. probably the dude that gets milk out of almonds. If oh. anybody could do it, he's the if guy. Anyone that could do could it. Do it. Mm-hmm. You can milk anything milk with almond. Yeah. Can you milk me, Greg? Is that the That's meet the Bailey's from a boot? No, meet the parents. Oh, I think he, he says, Can oh. you milk me, fucker? Yeah, he's like, oh. Can you milk me, Greg? Because he says he milks cats. And mm. You can milk cats. You can milk anything with nipples. Can you milk me, Greg? He just says it at family dinner. Fuck. Oh, God. There's another movie called Malignant. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Hmm. Everyone. Um, Cry Macho. That's a Clint Eastwood film. 
This is interesting. I feel like majority of what you've read seems to be... Maybe I'm just finding a pattern that I want to find. A lot of it seems like thriller or horror films, which is which is great because that's exactly what this past couple of years needs is, is more of those. <laughs> more thrills. In more these horror. trying times, more thrills because people don't need comfort movies. They need to be on the edge of their fucking couch. I'm not scared enough yet, Ethan. Let's have more. <laughs> yeah, these are all these are all like horrors. You got sci-fi romantic thriller. You got horror, thriller, uh, dramatic thriller, true story dramas, King Richard, sci-fi epic, crime drama. Yeah, it's it's all like the same kind. Oh, we got Space Jam. Oh, yeah, which Space is Jam. A, so they're really, that's going to be their flag. That's which the is a one. horror. That's fair. That checks out. Well, that's sounds, horror. That's that's quite a bit to look forward. That it's a lot. That's uh that's a pretty ballsy move of WB to do that. They um, fucked over their directors hardcore. They're missing yeah. out on a lot of money, but those, they'd be missing out on a lot of money anyway. So what the fuck? Right, are you that's what I think. It's it's truly one of those moves that it's like, well, we're gonna lose money, so let's fucking make it the best we can. And they whip their dicks out, and oh. everybody is like, "You're doing that? Yeah. Oh man, we look bad now." Nobody else, yeah. That's especially like I can't believe that that didn't leak to any other place, right? And so nobody else, like, because like Netflix is doing a thing where they have a new movie every week this year, I believe, mm. or or something like that. that. Sounds about right. But that's not the. They're obviously not going to be the huge budget blockbusters that fucking like. Mm-hmm. you know godzilla and dune and shit are gonna be that's interesting but i also want to know how much of that was wb doing like hey we don't really have any good movies this year so let's just fucking lean into it or like t- tax right off yeah maybe none of these really sounded i don't think i would go see any of i mean maybe godzilla yeah, but like godzilla. i would be fine waiting for these all come to uh come out on streaming rather than to have to go and, and see i know, think that's in theaters yeah i think that's where things are going I mean, honestly, which kind of sucks because I love going to movie theaters. Like, I love the experience of going to a movie theater. Like, I would go see a lot of these movies in the theater just because it's in the theater. Um, Mm -hmm. But a lot of people share the same sentiment as you, Ethan, where they're like, they're like, I'm just going to wait. Like, I really want to see that movie, but I'm going to wait till it comes out on a streaming service because I already pay for my streaming service and it's not as much Mm -hmm. as going to a movie. Right. Um, So uh, I think that's kind of how it's going. And, which is too bad. I, I hope that maybe once the pandemic is kind of eased down, that theaters bounce back a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I think I would go to some of those movies because I do enjoy going to the movie theaters a lot. But I don't think any of the things you read really jump out at me too much. And I want to know like if that's a product of the past couple of years that people really didn't get to work on their good products that they really wanted to or WB just maybe hasn't had movies that I watched for the past 10 years and I haven't noticed because I've never looked close enough at WB. Um, Probably. But well, I, don't know. I mean, There's yeah, a- I could definitely see that being it. But like truly, I mean, I was trying to think about this because the past year there really haven't been a ton of movies that are like obviously this fucking past year fucking idiot Ethan. uh the the year before that as well like there weren't a ton of movies that i would like really want to go see or anything like that i mean the joker was probably the last one that i was like all right i need to fucking go to the theaters and watch this yeah i didn't like the joker unpopular opinion Hmm. That is unpopular. Is that one of the things you're talking about on the list today? No, I just was going to... I didn't think so. I was just going to okay. chime in with that one. So, <laughs> for the oh, man. We, we, can, we can look back at this down the line. <laughs> yeah. It, but, but, you, but Ethan, you have been listening to a podcast that is a podcast about a show. What the fuck is that? 
I'm I'm excited. Uh, this one's a phenomenal one. Scrubs is one of my top favorite shows because it's just so stupid. Like it's good, it's comedic. There's nothing. I mean, obviously they hit you with some moments every now and then. Mm. You know already if you love or don't love Scrubs. There's no question about that. Knife um, ranch for the kids. Right. Right. Exactly. You you know how you feel. But at uh, the beginning of quarantine, uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison started a podcast. Fake who, doctors. Who are real they? Friends. Who are they? As, uh, that's Turk and JD from Scrubs. Okay. Okay. Um, and they go through and they watch each episode on their own. They write down notes about it and then they sit down for about an hour to sometimes an hour and a half and they just compare notes and they just talk about all that stuff. And I thought it was really interesting because they talk about... There's so many things I'm learning about this show, but the biggest thing is that these dudes, the last time they watched the show was like 20 years ago. So like there's... Excuse me. There's people that call in and ask them questions every now and then, and these people are super fans that are like, "Hey, I love this show, but I hated the last season, so I don't count that one. That one's not real." And these dudes are like, "Uh, okay, it's always great to have super fans, but uh, like, when they they are they're asking each other a question, the two gentlemen that are on the show, and then like the listener chimes in to answer it, and it's like, uh, I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. Like, uh, these guys just want a conversation. They don't probably don't actually care about the answer, but like." Also, you think you know more than the people that were on the show? Okay. But at the same time, you could argue that they do when these dudes, again, they were saying Zach was talking about how he watched it again when it came out initially 20 years ago, but hasn't watched it since. So it's fun to go through. A lot of the stuff they forgot even happened. Um, Donald or Turek talks a lot about just like, man, I don't even remember any of this stuff, but oh yeah, that was fun. So he's having a fun time reliving it. They bring on a, tunch of, uh, a bunch of uh, guests. They already had... Uh, Sarah Chalky on it, I think is how you pronounce her name, uh, who is Elliot Reed. Uh, in that, they had Bill Lawrence, the creator of the show, on there. Um, they've had a bunch of stuff. It's super, super great if you like that, and it's not exhausting to go through. Like You, you really can see the episode when they talk about it. Um, every now and then, you might have to go look up a couple things, but I don't get bored of what they're saying. I listened to like six or seven of them in one day, and it just felt like they were just like I was watching the show. It was really cool to hear um what they had to say about a lot would of you rec- I would highly recommend it would if you, you rec- don't like scrubs don't watch it because it's not going to make or don't listen to it it's not going to make any fucking sense at all so you would so you, so you'd say you, you would have to complete the entire scrubs collection before you listen to the podcast yes either that or yeah. we'll just watch the episode they're about to do the episodes are labeled the same uh or they're for the podcast their episodes are labeled the same as their uh, actual TV show episodes. Okay. So even if you just watch the one right before, that's what they intend is they release one each week. They intend for you to watch it and then listen to them talk about it. Um, but um, it's good. If you're familiar with it, you don't need to do that. You're nice. probably pretty good. That, um, that kind of reminds me of that's all there is um, The Office Ladies. Have you heard of that yes. one? It's the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's why, I don't know who started it first, but I think that's why a lot of those have been popular, especially this year. People have their favorite shows, their comfort shows that they've been watching again because of these trying times. Mm-hmm. And then they want to know all of that stuff that goes on with it. They want to hear about the nitty gritty because people have time to sink in to all these extra details uh, about all this stuff. So that's why I think it's getting more and more popular. In their podcast now, it's just the beginning, but they're talking a lot about how bad COVID is and people being in quarantine and stuff like that. So I'm eager to see how their podcast evolves into when people aren't on lockdown or what things look like there. There are good. I I really enjoyed the, like the, I can't remember if it was the first couple episodes, which one, but where they talk about like what it was like getting cast on the show and like what it was like on the set. Uh, That stuff is super interesting. 
having, especially because like I didn't ha- I didn't rewatch any of the episodes going in because I've seen them so much. I didn't need to, but like it, it like it's so cool to see and learn all this stuff about something. It's like uh, it's like if a, uh, like I try to think of a good example. It's like when they do like a behind the scenes art book for something or or you mm-hmm. know or whatever. Like you just get the curtain gets peeled back for you to find out all this cool shit that you didn't know before. It's it's awesome. It's also a really new perspective that I think we're experiencing for the first time. A lot of people are. Um, but the idea that they're not fucking trying to sell the office anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. like, hey, we're not doing an interview before we drop this season so we can get a bunch of promo. It's, hey, I'm going to tell you what I actually think because, yes, I'm invested and I know everybody loves it. I'm not going to piss off people now. Or maybe if I do, no one's going to stop watching it. So whatever, I'll just keep going. Uh, with what's going on on that. So I think we'll see more and more stuff like that of things that everyone acknowledges that we love. Lord of the Rings already has so much behind the scenes that people love to get into of that anyway. Uh, But I'll be eager to see what other stuff comes out over the next few years of people being like, that's a good show. I do want to know more about that one. Um, the content that gets created there. Um, tell me about your comic that you've been reading, though. I want to hear about your comic this week. Empowered is yeah. what you're telling me the name was. For yeah, it. this is uh, so. It's funny because like we recorded uh, la- well, we recorded last week. I didn't have a comic to talk about because uh, I, this was in an omnibus. So the way comics are collected is there's a single issue, which is like 20 to 32 pages, uh, a, a volume, which is like six to eight issues, and then an omnibus, which is generally three volumes so this Damn. this is i what i ended up reading was over 600 pages of this comic uh total we get it you're literate <laughs> yeah well so the comic is uh by adam warren he he writes it and he draws it it's a black and white one and it's uh it's it's very much a homage to uh, like he's got a very manga-esque style uh, but the story is of superheroes. Now you follow uh, Empowered. That's what her name is. She's a superhero that is an associate member of the Super Homies. So basically, she's like, uh, she's not like like if there was the Justice League and then they had like grades like Superman being A, she would be like a C or D list hero. <laughs> uh, she has this suit that allows her super strength. Uh, she can shoot like energy beams, but if it gets cut or torn at all, she starts lo- like it gets weaker the more it gets cut and torn, and it's super weak. So originally, this guy literally started to do this comic because he likes. So she always fails and gets caught. So he likes <laughs> to draw girls tied up, half naked. That's literally why mm. this comic started. Now wait, and then I know you're like, whoa. And you read all six hundred pages of this. I wait. <laughs> it is so fun. Um, it's, so it starts out with just short stories is what it, cause I believe it was a web comic originally. So they were short stories, but then once they start, um, having all these adventures and, and the universe, all the characters in the universe. So she starts to date a guy that, uh, was, a um, a thug for a supervillain and they start mm-hmm. to date. So she calls him thug boy. And then there's a ninja assassin that came to kill empowered and they end up, and then she, for some reason, does not kill her because, like, the the people who are paying her don't have money, whatever. So she's just like, whatever. I don't have anything against you. You want to hang out? So she ends up, like, hanging out with them all the time. This It's called Ninjetti. Uh, but the best character in this is uh, the super homies take down this demon. And this demon is uh, is exists in a belt. And when someone puts the belt on, he becomes real. So they... Uh, 
they defeat this demon and the, the belt exists though. And it's the demon can talk and all this shit, but it's just a belt unless somebody puts it on. And the super homies are like, you got to take this to your house. Like because of the new <laughs> sanctions of whatever, like we can't take this back to our hideout. So it's her, her thug boyfriend who he only worked for super villains so that he could rob them blind and sell their tech <laughs> stuff to people. The yeah. ninja assassin the alcoholic ninja assassin who hangs out with them. And then this demon belt that sits there, but it's funny cause he, he doesn't sleep. So all he does is watch TV. So he does favors for people in, uh, for in return to get like DVD box sets of like sons of anarchy and like shit like that. And it is fucking, it, it is super funny. Uh, they also did this thing where like in between each of the short stories in the beginning, there's these page breaks where, uh, empowered or, or emp as they call her just emp she mm-hmm. uh talks directly to the reader and it's funny but it, it's super like okay and i'm gonna sound like a pervert here like it is it is a sexy ass comic it's really lewd stuff like it is there's no straight up nudity or anything but it's like i don't think we were getting the impression that it wasn't from anything else you had said so i know thank you for articulating that <laughs> it's not for children okay <laughs> it, it's funny though and, and it's funny because like like i don't like i hate when People just do this stuff to do like like they just uh, make a character naked to make a character naked, right? But this they have it like since she keeps getting captured and her suit keeps getting ripped, she is a superhero with the lowest self esteem ever, and that's kind of why it's funny and that's kind of why she's charming is because every time she she just wants to help people and every time she does it, she ends up like getting tied up and uh, it, it, and then so like she's not respected by any of the super homies. I enjoy that it's a superhero comic with a twist, but like the appropriate twist, or not appropriate twist, but like a, oh, well, that's an interesting way to look at that. <laughs> it Yeah, and it's like, the, it's so much like, it feels like, especially when you're looking at it, it's such a manga style, and a lot of like the stories that he tells, like the the uh, the ninja assassin, she actually is a ninja princess, uh, and all these other things, like, and they're just short, it, it's like, uh, it feels very much like a sitcom in the fact of like through the stories, like at first it's just about her, but then when they introduce these minor characters, there's stories about them. And then it really kind of feels like they have like a little family of, uh, of them. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to really, I'm going to read more. I I really liked it. Um, yes, it was sexy, uh, but it was really funny and charming as well. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I Um, I spent my time looking up, um, empowered, like, like pages from the book and in every single scene her suit is torn i haven't yeah. found a single <laughs> full <laughs> complete suit yet yeah that that adds up that is true yeah and it's like <laughs> it's like a skin tight suit too mm-hmm. i'm married i'm i'm married and i'm a pervert but i'm sorry okay. i think that's one th- okay so like if we're gonna be real about like comics for a second so many people like like please outside uh, outsiders would be like it's weird to say that a drawing is or a comic is sexy, I think. Right? Like I feel like if I if if I okay, so Ethan, if I told your fiance, if I told her that I thought the art in this comic was sexy, she would probably be like, You're a fucking weirdo. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but the reason she would say that would be unrelated to any words that came out it's, of your mouth. It's because she knows me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Enough, yeah. Okay. So but, bad example, but your point is still taken. So, so I think we'll count it. I don't know. So I and I and I think that's like 
it's funny because it's like, well, it's just a drawing. Well, yeah, it is. But like at the same time, I feel like I'm just like opening my mouth and shoving a giant big foot in it right now. Uh, but it's God, like, you said foot. Uh, <laughs> uh, when like people talk about TV shows and stuff, they like, we'll talk about how it like, they'll be like, oh yeah, they're, you're like that. I don't know. Cause I think in Adam and I, I'm just going to stop talking anyways. Ethan, so no, 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 no. before I talk about anything, we're, we're going to McLean next uh, about what he's talking about. Before we get to McLean, I do want to acknowledge a few things. I, I think it, it, the struggle that you're dealing with is it's good and you find it even better knowing that you enjoy comics. And so if you enjoy comics just in general, you like anybody listening to this, you're going to know whether you find it interesting or not. But the really the audience that you're trying to reach is people that have a few comics and have read a few comics, but really on top of that of it really does appeal to people that even maybe don't like, not that they don't like comics, but like truly you're getting frustrated because it does appeal to everyone, even though from the description you're giving, yes, yes, and we're making you it. give, yeah. it really doesn't appeal to everyone. So if you think it's for you, it definitely is. And if you think it's not for you, you're really wanting to push this to give it a shot because it's, it's again, more than don't judge a book by a cover. It really is more uh, than a lot of that. And you are definitely not doing that justice at all. So, uh, if you want an actual good review of Empowered, I would recommend looking literally anywhere else, but Hamlin would recommend Empowered Thank for you. various reasons. I appreciate that. Actually, I, I think, think they're that's on what it. you were trying to say. I think they're on I think that there's a website where they have like it all hosted for, like for legally for free. Um Oh. Uh, I'm going to look right now quick. Uh, well, did McLean find that when he was trying to find the picture of her with clothes on? <laughs> uh, I'm oh still yeah, looking, Empo- by the way. empoweredcomic.com. And it says, oh. a sexy superhero comedy, except when it isn't. Updates daily. Hmm. Whoa. So, yeah. And it's got, like, there's got to be thousands of pages on here. Huh. Um, so, yeah, it's free to read if anybody wants to check it out. Cool. Check that out. That's a good place. Uh, always support the artist if you do enjoy it. Um, if you're not for sure if you're going to enjoy it, uh, preview a little bit. That's what I always recommend. Yeah. I don't know who doesn't. Uh, McLean, you watched Age of Ultron. I know that's not a new thing. Uh, or anything like that, but uh, definitely something to be talked about. Uh, tell us what you what you saw, man. Um, I saw Age of Ultron. All right. <laughs> so, no. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, so I'm 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 just kind of I'm just kind of uh, um, finishing up with Empowered here. One second. <laughs> okay, we're good. And um, so basically, I just I resub I, I resubbed Disney Plus to watch Mandalorian, and I powered through that. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, but I had Disney plus for a while, but I didn't really enjoy it because I had a lot of the movies already that were on there and it, you know, it was a lot of, you know, Disney movies, not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just kind of not really my cup of tea. Um, I enjoy more like what's on Netflix and I try to keep my subscriptions low, but with WandaVision coming out and the Mandalorian coming out and all the new stuff that Disney plus is promoting that will be coming out, I decided to resub and I, like I mentioned, I powered through Mandalorian and then um, I was just looking for something else to watch. And I saw Age of Ultron and I'm like, that's great. You know, I love the superhero movies, big superhero fan. Um, it's really all I ever think about. But the um, <laughs> I've only actually seen Age of Ultron maybe once for sure in the theaters, maybe like bits and pieces of it as time has gone by. So I'm like, you know what? I just want to watch it all the way through again. Um and I watched it, and there's just a lot of really, really good scenes in Age of Ultron that, like, you don't get from any of the other movies um, because in the other movies, everything is just so dire all the time. My mm-hmm. favorite scene in Age of Ultron 
is right before Ultron hits and they have that little party and you kind of, you, you yeah. see them all kind of in a natural setting. They're like, they're having drinks, they're partying, you know, they're humanized. They're humanized. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at the yeah. end of the night, they're all trying to take turns, you know, pick up Thor's hammer. And you have that, that great scene where it budges just ever so slightly for Captain America. I love that. Like you don't get a lot of that. Um, in the other Avengers movies, like I mentioned, just because everything is so like hundred percent all the time. And um, you also get like the introduction of Hawkeye's family. Um, Hawkeye has some really great lines in that movie. Um, Plus you got James Spader voicing Ultron. It's so good. It's so just menacing and dark. Mm -hmm. And, but he has like, you know, just little um, pepperings of comedy in there. Um, Like when he, (laughs) like, like uh, I forget his name now. Um, the character's name, but he rips off his arm. He's like the vibranium smuggler, and he like grabs oh. his arm and tears it off. He's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That'll be fine. That'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so great. And, and then, um, um, so yeah, I mean that it was just it was just very refreshing to watch again. And I kind of forgot. Huh. I almost kind of forgot that Quicksilver was in it. I was like, "That's right. Oh, yeah. They did a Quicksilver." I forgot they did a Quicksilver um, because you know, I mean. I mean, post Age of Ultron, everyone just cares about, you know, Wanda. So, um, yeah. So it was good. I think they got they they did really well. Sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Um, I think a big point um, of why it does so well, and uh, what I enjoy about it, and I think what some of the points again, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So tell me. I mean, I'm wrong. I think that Age of Ultron, because that was a second Avengers movie, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So. That's the first opportunity that they knew how big the first Avengers was. They were like, we had all these people that we build up for years. We put them all in one film. This is great. This is the one that they're like, we know this is going to do amazing. So let's have a little bit of fun with it. And they didn't, not that, I mean, with any Marvel movie, they're like, hey, we need to stick to the comics. And we got a lot of material. But they did have those elements of being humanized and a few more things. And they could put in a few more comedic stylings and break things a little bit further out and... Um, see how that was going. And I think that did lead to um, a lot of the other ones and the the progression that they went. But there were so many things that were good about that one. I mean, just Jarvis coming through all of that and the character that he plays and even the fucking reveal, like you were talking about when they're all having that party and then the dude Jarvis comes out and he fucking lifts the hammer after we have that whole montage yeah. of everyone trying to lift the hammer. Yeah. It's just like, oh, other people can lift the hammer, which never happens any other time mm-hmm. in the series for those that haven't watched it. The vision is worthy. <laughs> it was underrated. I think like a lot of people shit on that movie. Like a lot of people shit on that movie. And I, so it's funny because the first time I watched it when I was in theaters, I'm sitting there and I'm like, they really have developed these characters, right? Like they have the whole, uh, uh, um, Black Widow Hulk thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like they're really leaving, you know, Hawkeye out in the dust here. And then mm-hmm. fucking 15 minutes later, Hawkeye's got a family. I'm like, all right, fuck me. You they, got me. They I didn't, heard me. I didn't see that. It was because in the theaters, I'm thinking, I'm like, they're, they developed them all so well. And they're just making uh, Clint the end of all the jokes. And then, and then, you know, yeah, 20 minutes later, they're at his, his family's house. And I'm like, all right, fine. You fucking got me. You win. <laughs> um, There's another great line too, where, um, on Hawkeye, on Hawkeye's part, they just kind of like dial him up to a hundred at the end, kind of like you were saying. They uh, like when they like Hawkeye and Quicksilver have like a little back and forth throughout the movie, going back and forth. I just said that, but um, Quicksilver's like, "Keep up, old man," and uh, Hawkeye hey, like draws his bow, and he's like, "No one would know." 
No one yeah. would know. Like he's taking Is aim at Quicksilver. Movie? He just wants to like knock him down. I thought that was a funny part. No, that's always good. It's like no one would know. No one that's, would know. I, I again, I think that that leads into the hey, we can add more jokes and people will still like. They already like what we're yeah. gonna do. Let's take a few liberties here. Yeah. Um. Was this the one where they like Captain rips the piece of wood in half when he's arguing with? Yeah. Him kind of yeah. starts. He's like, a little yeah. bit he's like, don't don't take from my pile. That's my pile. Don't take okay. from my pile. I think. I think something that we could all talk about, not all talk about, but a point that should be emphasized uh, through our stuff specifically. How hot he was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bicep porn. That's right. Uh, No. um, The idea that his family's living in Waverly, Iowa. That's where he's from originally. Yeah. I know. And they say that on there. And it's one of those things of, I know speaking for me, and I imagine both of you have been to Waverly, Iowa, but I know that I have. And it's like, hey. That's supposed to be Waverly, Iowa. Uh, being someone from Iowa, that's not Iowa, let alone that's definitely not Waverly. If Wait, you had been to Waverly, you wouldn't fucking put a camera in Waverly, yeah. man. Hold on. I, I'm just learning of this. When, did, when in the movie did they say Waverly, they didn't Iowa? Say, they didn't say it in the movie, I don't think. That's, oh, I thought they're... One no, of the, sorry. Okay, I got in, confused. In the so comics, he's, he's from he's Waverly. He's from Waverly, and they say that. So I think in uh, one of the other ones at a later date, where it's supposed to be an under, undisclosed location, but it's a subtitle or like a location... Uh, setting in one of them when they do show that maybe it's in the last one when his whole family fades away that they say hey Waverly Iowa but they do say it at some point in the cinematic universe that it is Waverly Iowa and I always crack up because it's like no it's not it doesn't look like anywhere in Iowa honest to god you're clearly somewhere where it's warm year round you mm-hmm. can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, those trees don't grow here. But <laughs> that's, pro- that's probably a good move with the fact that, like, only the people in Iowa are going to call you out on that. All all 20 of yeah. them. Yeah. So, uh, touche. Touche, yeah, Marvel. So if, you, if we figure that no Republican saw that movie, there goes half the state <laughs> right there, right? You know? Uh, so, well, probably more than half the state. Polk and County then, saw the movie. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and yeah, then, yeah. Part of the Cedar Valley did. The people over probably 60 didn't see it, which I guess that's most of the Republicans. Um, I'll stop. It was literally uh, just us three. Yeah, I guess we were the, we were the three. Yeah. Just yeah. us three have seen that. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> hmm, who would have thought? Well, what are you going to do? Just that's like when, good. That's really good, guys. You know what else is good? Mythical morning, Ethan. Why are you like this? What? That was funny. That was a transition. I feel like we have good transitions. That was a hard transition. I'll, <laughs> hard. I'll be interested in some feedback. I asked Hamblin to ask me about the things that I put on the list, and I'm not saying he doesn't do it. I did okay? it. Okay, I did it because he did it. But it's—I mean, you all heard it. It was pretty forced. This right, guy. fucking McLean gets to do it next week. You've no, been, well, you've okay. been well, gifted my job. You're right. You're right. <laughs> me being ungrateful. Yeah. Right? You okay. Fuck. Um, now, the last thing I—I I know it's a bit of a—not a bit of a stretch, but it's a typically not a popular view. Uh, but YouTube shows. Uh, I'm not talking like YouTube Red or I'm not talking YouTube Premium or the fucking service that YouTube is trying to push on everyone that everyone constantly has to push no to when they go on YouTube to use the app. When will they learn? But I digress. Uh, Good Mythical Morning is a phenomenal show that has been around for so long. It's just a morning talk. I mean, morning talk show, I guess. It comes out every morning. Two lifelong best friends that are from um, North Carolina or South Carolina. I can't remember. Um... But they've been friends since like second grade. They started a uh, podcast where they just sit there and they 
just talk about things. They have remained friends this entire time, which has been phenomenal, but they just talk about things. They eat things. You've probably seen a video of theirs where it's like, hey, will it taco? Or like, can we make this into a food? And they just do random shit like that. But they're still making good stuff. And it's something that I enjoy supporting because of the fact that they would be doing it if no one were watching, let alone if people were watching. Because they did. They started it for years without anybody watching. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, without anybody watching, which was interesting, but now they're getting to the point where they've done what they want to do with the show and they're starting to almost arguably like they don't care as much and they have writers on the show. So they're like, yeah, whatever. We'll come with it up or come, come up with it on the fly to a certain extent, but it's pretty comedic where they come up with the premise and it's just them being weird for the most part. They've got some pretty good opinions. They're always pretty happy go lucky. Um, you always feel better after watching it. And they're really pushing people to just be curious, create stuff, um, really good messages that they've got going along with that. Um, I would recommend checking them out. They've got quite a few things, but it's always something you can turn on. You can binge a lot of and not have to pay attention to or watch one episode and be like, all right, that was pretty good. Um, but they, they're always trying to do things a little scientifically, but not in an actual science way and in like a comedic science way. So they try to have experiments, but they're not really experiments, if you will. They've been doing this a long time, right? Like it's like... Yeah, they're on their 19th season right now. Okay, I was say, I thought it... Because I know Kayla, Kayla watched it for a long time, like every day. To be fair, I think they did one season or two seasons per year. They have been for a while. But still. Um, So it's quite a few episodes. But yeah, like if you're looking for something with a bunch of material... You've got plenty of material there. It's all free. Uh, well, they've, they've been on Fallon, too, there. a lot. I've seen them on Fallon yeah. doing sketches. Yeah. They've done a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they, they're trying to branch out there. They've done a couple books, and they're trying to do other creative things, but they uh, their real bread and butter is the is Good Mythical Morning, um, and it's good. And every now and then, every season, they'll try and change a couple things, and then people will just get pissed at them changing like an intro or changing one thing, and then... like. Four or five episodes later, they'll change it back. And then the next season, they'll be like, because we can't change anything because fuck you guys. Um, Just kidding. They won't use profanity. They're pretty wholesome. Uh, It's good for the whole family. Definitely a family family show. It's Um, good for the cats. Good for the cats. The cats. Uh, Yeah. I would recommend it. It's good stuff. Um, Nice. Free access to everyone right now. You don't have to pay anything for that. Um, I'm trying to think of what other... If you like this, you would like these guys. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of what other um, what other stuff would be along those lines. I think, in my mind, they seem kind of like... Well, you look like you're about to say something, Hamlet. Uh, I, don't I, I don't have anything. They seem kind of in their own ballpark for a lot of it. I, I don't know if I would be like Olin Rogers would be a good one. Say that they like him. I, I don't know who that is, so maybe. Um, okay. I kind of know who that is. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that's like, hey, you would know if you've watched a video, watch one video. If you do like what it is, some of the newer stuff, um, then then you'd probably like it. You'd know if you wouldn't like it. It's a short video for free, so it's not like you're out anything by watching it when you go into YouTube. So. You know what you like. So if you like it, then you like it. But if you don't mm-hmm. like it, then you probably do not like it. Right. What a great recommendation. That's Thank you. No problem. And on that stellar note, I think that kind of brings us to an end here. Um, that's everything that we consumed this week. Not everything, but uh, the better things that we consumed this week that I wanted to talk about and share with you. And we think other people should be consuming those things as well. If you don't, that's fine too. Um, just wanted to hear ourselves talk, and so we did. Don't, um, don't be a dick. Yeah. Hamblin, as always, don't be a dick. 
McLean, thank you for joining us. And we will uh, see all of you. Just kidding. We will talk to all of you listeners next week. I sound so stupid this episode, didn't I? Oh, shit. Oh, shit.